I've heard from women who've been, you know, who tell me like, you know, I felt like I was a little alone <laughs> at times, you know, like there, uh, there's times where I just like, you know, want to be around other women who are bicyclists and want to like experience that, you know, community. And so I really felt like that that's been a big part of the program. Um, and really just for us to create that space, um, you know, it's also really important. Hey, what's up? This is Kat. Welcome to the Joyride. Hey, what's up, Joyriders? This is Kat, and you're listening to episode number 30 of the Joyride podcast, where we celebrate women on bikes. On today's show, I chat with Elizabeth Cabral, who is the Community Relations Director for the Street Trust, formerly known as BTA. We'll talk about how Elizabeth got involved with the BTA, as well as the name change from BTA to Street Trust and the new mission there. We'll talk about the success of the Women Bike Program and what she's noticed with participants, as well as the group that she co-founded, Mujeres en Movimiento. We'll also talk about safety. She's a bike safety person, um, as well as bike snacks and Elizabeth's family uh, squad goals. Um, Speaking of squad goals, Anybody who has been keeping up on my dog transportation desires, uh, we now have our sights now set on the tail wagon. So pretty excited about that. Um, More on that coming soon because this dog definitely needs to go bike camping. But before all that, um, I want to share a few cool things with you. Uh, Number one, just a reminder that the V3 ride is happening the beginning of August. We'll have the link in the show notes in case you are uh, a gal, a woman, woman identifying gal in the Portland area and you want to go bike camping or glamping, as they say, uh, as the kids today say, uh, when you go fancy camping, it's, I guess, glamping. Um, But V3 will be doing that in the beginning of August, so link in the show notes if you want to check that out. Something else that is super cool that I... um, Kind of, uh, I kind of wish that I could go on this, but my my wife is a planner. She's an event planner, and she has already we already know what we're doing for this super awesome solar eclipse that's happening, um, which I'm sure is not the dawn of something crazy, considering how bizarre this year has been. Um, not uh, the intro to a horror movie at all, the solar eclipse. But anyway, uh, aside from all that, notwithstanding. Um, Friends on Bikes is coordinating a bike camping trip for the solar eclipse. This is a trip down to somewhere. I have not looked at too many details because I'm a little jelly that I can't go, Um, but it's bike camping and it'll be camping someplace in the path of totality, which is where you want to be if the solar eclipse is something that's important to you. Um, And I think there's like farm to table meals and some other awesome stuff. Uh, So if you do not yet have plans for this upcoming solar eclipse that's happening um, and you're in the Pacific Northwest, there's no place to book any rooms or any campsites. This Friends on Bikes trip might be the one for you. Uh, Link in the show notes. Make sure that you check that out. In other awesome news, friend of the show, Ellie Blue, um, who was on one of our Launch Week episodes, uh, writer, editor, advocate, creatrix, amazing gal, um, somebody who can move large pieces of furniture by bicycle, 
Um, she is running a Kickstarter campaign for Bikewitty. I don't know if I'm saying that uh, right or not, but the 14th issue of Taking the Lane, which is a feminist bike zine, the 14th issue of Taking the Lane is coming out. It's all about the intersections of class and race and money. And um, yeah, so a uh, link in the show notes for this Kickstarter campaign Yours truly should have something published in it, I think, hopefully, if we can get it all pinned down. Uh, so I definitely have a personal interest in this, but also um, Ellie's work is great. I love how she shares voices um, from all different perspectives, and I like where taking the lane is going in terms of focusing on these different niche topics uh, that I think are really they're really key and they're not discussed at length um, in our current, in the current forums that we have. So, you know, I just love it. I love the printed word. I love small press. Um, so go ahead, please do support the Kickstarter campaign for that. You will not be disappointed. Um, Ellie and Microcosm Publishing have been creating really cool stuff for a while. So we'll link everything up in the notes for that, but do go ahead and um, take a look at their store. Also, there's a lot of really great stuff. If you see, any of that stuff, please do get it from direct from them and not from Amazon if you can help it. Uh, it is the little things and it really does all add up. All right, and the last thing I wanna talk about before we meet Elizabeth is the bike camping trip that I hosted last weekend. And that was coordinated through Women Bike. Um, so this is not just a coincidence that we're chatting with Elizabeth today for this particular show. Um, but it ended up being nine of us. It was extremely hot here in the Portland area. It was, I think we had 95 degree temps, like 95, 98 were the uh, projections or whatever um, for Saturday. I think Sunday was gonna be like 100 or something. Um, and we had nine, including myself, nine women bikers brave those heat, uh, brave the heat, brave the temps. Um, we met up, we left from Portland, half of us left from Portland on the max and rode out to Hillsboro where we met the other half of the group. And we like really hightailed it where we did not hang out and do a lot of getting to know you. We did some stretches, but it was like getting hotter by the minute. Um, so we cruised out to Stub Stewart and we had a really great time. I, I was really proud of this group. Um, eight really fantastic gals. Everybody was super supportive. And despite the heat, because you know, it all, it only takes a little bit of being uncomfortable to kind of like start going down a sort of a negative head trap. You know what I mean? You sort of spiral out a little bit, but, um, these gals were so great and so supportive and just such like, let's get it done. Such warriors. Um, I'm really proud of everybody for that. So we went to Stub Stewart when we got to the Banks Renonia Trail. It was a little bit cooler in the shade, which was awesome. Um, but we got up to the park, lounged around in hammocks and napped and read. And uh, a couple gals set up camp and then went back out and continued up to Vernonia and came back because they were training for a century ride. Um, a couple gals went exploring the park and went on, you know, went on a hike. Uh, I definitely just hung out at, at the camp and took my time chilling in a hammock, which is like one of my favorite places to be, I think. It's calling to me soon, in fact. 
Um, but we had this, we had a really great time. Um, I cannot wait to host another one of these. We'll do some things a little bit differently. It was the first time with this particular kind of format. Um, so I definitely learned a lot and, um, yeah, it was just, it was super good and I'm really proud of everybody. And, um, something else that was really cool, you may have seen on the, my Instagram stories was that I took, ended up taking the Max, um, back up north and um, happened to be North Portland Sunday Parkways. So it was really cool because I basically got, really got this like red carpet rolled out for me um, to be on this like, uh, if you're not familiar with North, with Sunday Parkways, uh, basically the, I guess Parks and Rec, whoever in the city, the, these amazing people and these amazing volunteers come together and um, there's like this bike route that um, the whole community gets to ride out the, closed off from cars and it goes from park to park and there are these different like things going on you know bands or food carts or um, whatever all these different things that are happening at these different parks and that happens at like in a different quadrant um every month throughout the summer so it was just a lot of fun to come home to and it felt like the cherry on top of um, an already awesome weekend to just have this like awesome ride uh, laid out for me and see all these smiling faces and uh, get to take a look at my community in this different way even though I ride on these roads for my commute all the time it was a, a different way to experience it and in sort of semi-related news that the night before Saturday night when I was out at Stubb Stewart with these uh, awesome bike campers my dog got skunked and um my poor wife was here alone and had to deal with the dog getting a full face of skunk spray. Um, we're still sort of recovering here. So anyway, I was really um, lucky <laughs> uh, to not have to deal with any critters. We didn't have any um, rodents or anything like that, even at camp that was like trying to steal from us. So I had a critter free uh, Sunday night, or excuse me, Saturday night in the woods here in the city, though, not so much. Anywho, uh, stay tuned if you are in the Portland area, if you're a gal uh, in the Portland area and you want to go on another one of these things, I would like to do maybe one or two more this season. Probably July is out, uh, most likely. It's just sort of thinking about the calendar, but um, there is one or two weekends in August that could potentially work, and I might stretch the next one to September, so we'll see what happens with that. But stay tuned uh, for details with that. Definitely join the Women Bike Facebook group. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit in the show, but we'll have the links in the show notes for everything that Elizabeth and I discuss. But definitely go ahead and join the Facebook group for Women Bike. Uh, that's where any of the details for that stuff will be, uh, will be listed. And if you want to see some cool pictures from our camping trip this past weekend, they're in the show notes as well. The show notes are at Girl Eats Bike dot com forward slash joyride zero three zero um we are working diligently on getting a new site up and running for you very soon and i'm really excited because we're gonna have some cool features baked into that so not going to talk about it too much here don't want to jinx it it's definitely taken a while to do um, but stay tuned because i'm really excited and i'll have something really cool to share with you um, very soon hopefully all right folks what do you say i think it's time Without any further ado, let's get into it. Let's meet Elizabeth Cabral.
Elizabeth Cabral, welcome to the Joyride. Hi. Hey. I'm, hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, so glad you took some time to chat with me today. Super excited to talk with you and catch up about all of our bike camping fun from this past weekend. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. It was really good. Um, so where, where in the world are you right now? I am right now in Southeast Portland. Um, where did you learn how to ride a bike? Let's see. I learned how to ride a bike in the gorge, um, the Dallas. That's and, where I grew up. Um, do you remember that experience? Yeah, it was actually a very painful experience. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, um, I remember learning how to ride a bike. Um, my dad was actually trying to teach me, and I um, was having a hard time, like a pretty hard time. And my dad is those type of persons that doesn't have very much patience. <laughs> and so he gave up on me pretty soon, was like, you can do this on your own, like, I'm going to go inside. And I was like, oh, crap. Um, so you just see me like running back and forth in the backyard, just like falling every like two seconds, just like scraping my legs, my arms. And, but I was so determined to learn. Like I just got up every single time crying and just like really upset. And I was like, no, I got to show him that I'm, that I can do this on my own and I'm going to learn. Um, and then later I realized that my dad was actually watching me the whole time through the window, just like, <laughs> laughing and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's still going for another hour. Um, so eventually I learned, like I just, you know, just started going and then I just never got off. So <laughs> it was, um, it was super fun. <laughs> he, he must've been so proud of you to continue, like to continue to try to do that and figure it out on your own. Yeah, and I had no idea that he had, like, that the whole time he was actually just, like, watching out for me and just, like, <laughs> trying to see, like, when it was the time for him to, like, jump in. Um, so I found out years later that he was like, oh, yeah, I, like, I was watching you. And <laughs> he was like, I was just really surprised how, like, you just didn't give up and was, like, you know, just kept going. So it was um, – it was a it was a pretty fun, but also like I said, painful experience. <laughs> do you remember your first bike? Um, I do. Um, it was a pretty like it was a bright pink bike, <laughs> um, sort of like a mountain bike. So me riding around town all over with that was pretty hard because <laughs> um, it's a little heavy but you know when you're young and you know you're pretty strong and you know you just do anything so um, yeah. I really loved it <laughs> it's funny I like you don't even know the difference at a certain point you're like this doesn't fit this is the wrong whatever um, so <laughs> yeah so did you like ride all through adolescence or or did you like take some time off yeah, so I, um, so as soon as I started writing, um, like all the way through like middle school, even some high school, like just that's how we got around because the Dallas is a pretty small town. So that's how me and my friends really got to the stores, to each other's houses, <laughs> was just through our bikes. Um, and so we literally rode all over town in our bikes. Um, and then eventually, like high school kicked in and I just, you know, got really busy and started working full time and 
you know, it was just re- really hard with school and working. And so I stopped for a while. Um, and then I started again when I moved to Portland um, after a few years. And, and then when I started working at the street trust, I um, was definitely a commuter. So it, it definitely changed. <laughs> when you moved back or when you moved to Portland, what prompted you to get on the bike at that point? Yeah, um, I think it was really just, I was really in this space, like so I was in college and I was, you know, I had just transferred to PSU and so Portland State University and, you know, I was in this whole like healthy track <laughs> and, you know, I was doing my bachelor's in community health education and I, I really had like this vision for like, you know, like healthy living, you know, like active living and I, I really wanted to to do that for myself too, and just really try to be as active as I could. Um, and then this position opened up, which was teaching bike safety education. And I was like, this is perfect. Like <laughs> I could ride my bike, teach and have fun and, you know, teach other people how to like, you know, have different transportation options. And so it was, um, it was super fun. So that's the, how you got involved with the street trust. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, most folks, at least in this in this area, still think of the they still know it as the BTA. They're not yep. the name. The Street Trust hasn't really like started to stick yet for mm-hmm. most of the folks. Um, can you tell me like a little bit about that? Um, a little bit about like what the Street Trust does, why the name change or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so just last year, um, we were the Bicycle Transportation Alliance. Um, which was advocating for, um, you know, bicycling infrastructure in, in the area. And um, so last year, we expanded our mission to include walking and transit, so a complete active transportation. And um, that transition also including uh, included us um, having more of a political arm, which is creating a C4. And so, um, so that was something that we added into our mission. So... And I can read to you, um, so our new, so, so we had to change our new mission and which included all new branding. So a whole name change also. So that's something that, that, that we started. Um, so, so that's why now it's the street trust. Um, let's see. So I got involved with women bike last year. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, or tell listeners rather, I guess, a little bit about like what Women Bike is and what your like what you do at the the Street Trust and what you do as part of that program? Yeah. Um, so the Women Bike um, is our newest encouragement program at the Street Trust, and um, that was kicked off in August uh, two thousand fifteen. And so it's a program really to inspire more women to incorporate a bike in their lives and utilize biking to meet their personal health, fitness, and transportation needs. Um, So it's for the Portland metro region. Um, So we know that women only account for, I think it's uh, only a third of bike riders. Um, So we want to change that. So we want to create a community that a safe community for women to to really you know be active and you know, use bicycling as a tool for that. 
Um, it's open to all women, uh, female identifying and gender non-conforming people who enjoy biking or think that they might. Um, so we're really trying to decrease the barriers to riding um, a bike through uh, different meetups that we have, coffee clubs, um, happy hours. We do monthly bike rides, um, educational workshops, and the really fun biking camp trip that was just hosted last weekend. Um, and so, so we try to have a little something for everybody. Um, so in the past, we've done some like cycle cross, you know, type events, um, you know, to like monthly Sunday parkway rides. Um, so there's a little something for everybody. Um, and, you know, we also have this online Facebook group, which is also really great. We have about a thousand members now, over a thousand members in that group. And um, right now, you know, it's just thriving. You know, you can ask any question there. Um, really great place to get resources for women. Um, so it's a closed group. Um, so you won't, you know, get just like random questions from men <laughs> on there either. Um, so it's, um, it's, it's been a really great program. Um, I think, uh, so I recap from last year, we had um, throughout the year, the first year, we had at least 300 participants. Um, so it was really great um, and just really hoping to keep that momentum going now. Um, so it's really, really exciting. Like, what have you noticed um, since you've been more involved in the, in, uh, the group? Um, I noticed that there's a real need out there uh, for, for women to come together and really have that space um, to really just like have real questions about, you know, gear, about, you know, different types of writing. Um, so, so there is a lot of that need that I, that I've heard from participants that like, this is really great. Like I've been looking for, you know, women specific group that, you know, I can like share my experience or give tips or, you know, learn from other women who are bicycling. Um, I feel like I've heard from women who've been, you know, who tell me like, you know, I felt like I was a little alone (laughs) at times, you know, like they're, um, there's times where I just like, you know, want to be around other women who are bicyclists and want to like experience that, you know, community. And so I really felt like that that's been a big part of the program. Um, and really just for us to create that space, um, you know, it's also really important. One of the things that I noticed as we were like preparing for this bike camping trip, this theme that kind of was coming up as I was meeting folks who are interested in learning more was that um their their boyfriends or their partners or their their others do this thing but and they want to be able to do this activity with their with their other person but they <laughs> yeah. want but they want to learn about it and they want to learn themselves like on their own so that and I thought that that was really interesting it was um you know it, it seemed like a lot of women were just like, I'm going to figure this out for my own. And then I'm going to, I'm going to come to, you know, uh, go for a ride with my boyfriend, who's the expert. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that that was really it's something that I was not expecting. And I thought it was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like for me, it's a little the opposite because, you know, I've been working at the street trust for, for about three years now. And so, uh, I've been trying to get like, you know, I get all this information from like, you know, and I'm still learning through Women Bike a lot of like through all the events and rides, like I learn new things all the time. And so I'm always trying to figure out like, 
oh, that would be so cool. I can get my husband to do that. <laughs> um, and so I've been like more teaching him to be like, hey, like, let's go for bike rides. Hey, let's do this on our bikes. Um, so I actually got him to, to get a bike um, last year. And so, you know, I never thought he would actually be riding. <laughs> um, but he, um, you know, he just started doing it. And so now it's really cool that like I get to teach him all these things about like, you know, road biking. And so it's, it's really fun. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, that's a, that's a really cool, like, uh, reversal from what seems yeah. <laughs> like typical out there. Yeah. But I've definitely also heard, um, other women who like, you know, do feel a little intimidated that, you know, they have, a, you know, like I, I talked to this woman who, um, she, she has this boyfriend that like, you know, road bikes a lot and he like has like five different bikes and <laughs> he knows so much. And she's just like really intimidated to like ask him questions and be like, yeah, I'm really scared to go out with you to ride because you do like really extreme riding. Um, but when she, when she comes out with us, she's just like, she has all these questions and it's like really excited about it. And, you know, she, then later she goes out, she feels a little bit more confident, like going riding with him and it's like, okay, like, it's not so bad. Like, so, so it is, so I've heard both stories, um, just really fun. Yeah. I think it's, it's easy to, um, when you're like in it for a really long time to forget and how to forget what it's like to be a beginner and have, yeah. that, have that beginner mind. Um, so you're, so I don't know, that's been really cool, uh, to observe. What other, like, what kind of writing do you like to do when, like, in general? Yeah, so I was really into, like, evening rides. <laughs> um, so I, I used to live with my sister, and um, so, like, I also, like, wheeled her into, like, riding, too. <laughs> and she, um, so, so usually, like, you know, as soon as, like, spring, summer would hit, we would just love, like, ride, because we would live out in, like, East Portland, and uh, we would just do, like, night rides. Um, and so we just take a trip downtown, get some beer, some snacks, and then ride back. Um, so that was um, – so I like really, like, social, like, fun, just, like, evening rides, you know. That was really fun. Um, and then I also um, just, like, you know, doing trails is really fun for me. Um, I tried Reach the Beach a few years ago. Oh, cool. Um, and so it was my first time doing, like, 55 miles. Um, and then after that, I realized, like, I love this. Um, it's so much fun. Um, it was, like, really hard. But then when you get to the end, you're like, man, I accomplished this. And it's so much fun. Um, so now I'm hoping to do a little bit more long distance. Um, so I'm trying to get up to, to the one that's, like, I think 80 miles. Um, hopefully next year. <laughs> um, and so uh, that's really fun. So I really enjoy um, enjoy those type of rides. That's like more like social and then, you know, trails. Um, and then also as like transportation. So I ride my bike to work, uh, you know, to meetings and stuff. Um, and so it's just a really easy way for me to get downtown and, you know, just get around town. Um, so that's that's mostly the type of writing I do. So nothing extreme right now. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about the. Tell me a little bit about the groups, the other groups that you're involved with. Yeah. So I um, I'm also um, involved with Mujeres en Movimiento, which is um, I guess in English, Women in Motion. Um, so uh, this group was actually started. Um, 
I, I started it with a few other friends, um, maybe like two years ago, I want to say two or three years ago. Um, and it's really to encourage Latina women to bike in Portland. Um, so I actually was in this group before I, um, you know, started managing women bike. Um, and it was really um, an opportunity for us to to start building community and in our culture. And really, we felt like, you know, there wasn't that space for us, you know, in Portland. And so we really wanted to create that space for other women. So you see three Latinas really just like riding our bikes and being like, we need to see more Latinas. We need to like, you know, build more community. And so that's how the group started. And then <laughs> we just started doing um, different rides throughout the month. Um, and, you know, we started joining Palooza rides and, you know, doing like a Sunday sundress ride. There was a lot of ride to brunch and mimosas, right? <laughs> um, so, so that's something I've been doing for the past three years too. Um, and so we have our Facebook group also. Um, and, you know, we, we really just try to do a lot of cultural events too. So um, we do the yearly Dia de los Muertos rides. Um, and so really just like connecting to our culture, connecting to the community, to the Latina community. So really just trying to outreach and get more Latinas to ride. Um, and it's been a really, really fun experience. Um, and just really fun, just like, you know, meeting different Latinas in the area and just getting everyone to ride and having them experience biking. Um, so it's been super, super fun. Um, what, what are you noticing are the barriers there? Or are there barriers? Barriers to Latinas biking? Yeah. Um, I think I think there are a lot of Latinos who are biking. Um, so I wouldn't say like, oh, they're not biking. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's just really not um, that space to come together um, and create that community. So you will see Latinos like going out for Sunday parkways or, you know, riding with their kids. Um, but when you think of like, you know, like the spaces for them to do that, there, there really isn't that many. Um, so, so I wouldn't necessarily say there's too many barriers to it. Um, how, how do you feel like, and I know that this might be a little loaded considering your position, but like, how do you feel about your safety, like traffic safety, personal safety? Like, how do you feel when you're out there riding? As a woman, I, I feel actually pretty safe riding in Portland. Um, you know, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with my experience at the Street Trust and um, being that I was also a bike safety instructor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm very, like, on top of safety, um, you know, every time. So, like, when we lead rides with Mujeres en Movimiento with women bike, I'm very on top of, like, the safety pieces of, like, hey, before we go, like, hey, let's remember to, like, you know, wear our helmets and, like, check for this, you know, make sure we're, like, being safe. Um so, so in general, I always feel pretty safe in Portland riding, um, and I, I try to um, make sure that I'm also trying to be as safe as I can for myself. Um, and so, so yeah, I, and like I said, I feel like a lot of it has been because you know I was a bike safety instructor, <laughs> and so I always you know have that in my back pocket too of like, okay, like 
make sure when you make a right turn, you know? So yeah, it's, um, I'm always like pretty cautious. What, what's a, like an every ride carry for you? What do you take out? What do you take with you when you go on a group ride? Oh my gosh. Food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's like the funniest. So I always bring snacks with me. Um, and I try to make it like healthy. So like I bring like an apple, you know? Um, so like I bring, I always bring snacks with me. Definitely bring my lock with me. Um, see what else to have in there depending on the weather like gloves or like a hat or like an extra sweater with me um and then I always throw in just a bunch of random stuff like <laughs> like you know like do I really need an extra pair of socks like I don't know um and you know lipstick lip gloss you know um just like deodorant like I throw everything in my bag and then sometimes I realize like man, I don't think I need all this stuff. Just for like a random ride. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm always like that myself. I bring way too much stuff with me. But do <laughs> yeah. you have, so we're like, we're in like bike town here. Um, do you carry a tube and all that kind of stuff or? Um, yeah, I have a, I have a multi-tool that I carry with me. Um, and then like a patch kit. Um, Cause I definitely have experiences where I just get a flat. I'm like, darn. Um, so I usually carry that and then maybe like a small, like, um, pump, like a little bike pump. Um, so I carry, carry some of those stuff, but you know, like in, especially, especially like inner Portland is not so bad cause you could probably find a bike shop pretty nearby. Um, so, but if I know that I'm riding out in like, let's say East Portland, um, it's a little bit of a bike shop desert. Um, so I always like make an effort to like make sure I have everything with me just cause if I do end up getting a flat out there, it's, um, can be really hard for me to get to a close bike shop to get it fixed. Um, so, so definitely depends on where I'm at. Um, so yeah, so if I'm out in East Portland, it's something that I think about a little bit more of like, okay, like bring everything with you. Um, cause you just never know. And, you know, I could be in a place where I could be going like miles and miles before I can like get it fixed. So, so tell me more about these snacks. These snacks. <laughs> <laughs> you said apple. What what else do you like to bring with you? Um, and what else are you like when? What else do you like crave or whatever when you're done with with a, a ride? Oh my gosh. So it's usually a beer. So right now I really can't drink. Um, cause I'm about eight months pregnant, <laughs> but, um, so like after my rides, it's like, yes, I'll have a, a, a nice beer, um, and, re- and snacks like, you know, apples, cliff bars, uh, and then just kind of whatever I find in my fridge before I leave. So like I'm taking like cheese, crackers. Um, so I'll eat whatever. <laughs> so whatever that. I find in my fridge, I will take. Um, I'm also very like, I like a lot of sweets. So I definitely will have candy on me. <laughs> so definitely have, you know, some like gummy bears or something. So that's definitely my favorite. Um, so just, just a couple more questions. Cause I, I really do appreciate your time. Um, if you could go for a bike ride, um, with anyone anywhere in the world, anyone living or dead anywhere in the world, like who would you go with and where and why? 
I did, oh, that's a really I did good not one. prep you for this. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I had like more like into like, um, oh, this is a really hard one. Um, I don't know, there's like two places. So I heard that um, like Spain is really cool to go out, you know, like bike touring. Um, and then like more into like Latin America. Um, so one of those two places, I don't know, <laughs> would be really fun. Um, and I would take uh, my Mujeres en Movimiento crew with me just because one is my sister and the two other girls are really awesome and just so much fun. And I think every time we get together, it's just like laughing and just like, you know, just trying to figure out our next move, our next ride and like what we're doing. And it's just so much fun with them. Uh, and I think it would just be just like a blast, like just going with them. Um, so I think one of the two would be really exciting to go to, um, definitely with like pretty good weather. That's so awesome. Um, yeah, there's like the the camaraderie of the group uh, is is just so much fun. I feel like when you get when you have just like a really good crew like that, um, you can really make things enjoyable. And to go on like a tour or something is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't done like touring or anything, so I think it would be like a very new experience for me and super fun. Uh, so after like seeing the bike camp that you led this week, and I was like, oh, that looks so much fun. Like, I'm not really a bike, or I'm not really like a camping person, but like, I'm like, I'm like warming up to it. Like, this would be really fun. Like, looks like you guys had a blast. Like, this might be something I like would actually want to try next That's year. That's so cool. Yeah, um, and there are ways but, to do that also that like they don't have to be like staying in a tent. You know, they like there are ways that that you could do overnights to places that um even here in in the the Portland area there are places where there are like lean-tos or cabins um you know, mm-hmm. so you don't even have to do like the the whole like tent thing necessarily, but mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I I definitely warm up. (laughs) I definitely like trying new things. So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's super cool. There's something to be said for um, for having that experience and having like really like no no walls in the woods. I really like that personally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So what's what's a piece of advice that you would give to um, a woman who's like wants to ride a bike but um, is intimidated or doesn't know where to start like what's what's a piece of advice you'd have for for new riders yeah um i think the the best thing um that's worked um has really just you know having that conversation with them about um you know like where they want to get to first um what type of riding they want to do um and then also just like going out with them, like being that support person. So like riding with them the first day that, you know, they ride to work um, and showing them different routes um, to get there safely, um, like which neighborhoods, you know, are nearby you. Um, so so that's something that's that's been really helpful um, that, you know, I feel like like when I first started like riding downtown, like I just kind of, I was terrified. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Um, and I just kind of went for it. I was just like, I'm just going to go and I'll probably get lost a lot. And, you know, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Um, but I definitely know that, that, that that's not for everybody. And so, so I always try to, you know, let women know that I'm there for them as a resource and, you know, 
you know, I take, you know, I will ride with them the first couple of times and kind of just answer any questions that they have. Uh, I feel like that's always been really helpful for women. Um, it's just like having that one other person that goes with them the first couple of times and then, um, and then, you know, kind of just like letting them go afterwards and be like, all right, like, you know, like, how do you feel today? Like riding on your own. Um, and so that's, um, I feel like that's like one of the, the ways that's really been helpful for women to get like starting riding a, a little bit more. It's really just, just being that support person and, you know, riding with them. Look for your people, find your mm-hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so is there anything that's coming up that you want to share with us? Is there anything, I mean, other than you're being very pregnant, um, is there anything, <laughs> is there anything, uh, like bikey or related that, that you're excited about? Yeah. So, um, so since we started the women, um, the women bike program, um, we also, um, also did this other piece of it, which is our role models, um, which, um, you're one of them. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and um, so right now we're trying to. Um, so our role model program is is really like our mentorship um, piece of the program. Uh, so it's really women who who love biking, like biking, and want to share um, share that with other women in their lives. Um, so they don't necessarily have to be um, you know experts or you know like everyday commuters or like athletes um they just you know or they could be but um they just have a passion for biking and really want to share that with other women and so um it's really like a peer support um mentorship um and so we have about like i want to say six women right now so currently we're recruiting for more role models um in the area Uh, so really want to encourage women um who might be interested um, in joining. Um, we have an uh, orientation coming up July 25th. Um, and so any women who, who want to sign up to the role model program um, can really uh, can contact me or come join us at our orientation. And um, I'm hoping to bring other role models there that can share their experience of the program. Um, we kicked it off last year. And so um, these women are holding meetups and you know, really just encouraging and having protégés who um, they're really helping them um, with like their biking experience in Portland. Um, so really like to encourage, uh, you know, more women um, to join that program. Um, and, you know, hopefully we have a really great group for next year and we can um, continue the momentum of those ladies um, who are doing really awesome work. Um, so I um, just want to encourage uh, people to sign up for that. Awesome. We'll we'll link that up so that um, folks can learn more about the program and get in touch with you and um, maybe like RSVP or something for the July 25th event. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Um, Elizabeth, I really appreciate you carving out the time to chat with me and, um, and share some stories with me. Is there, um, is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you want to share? So <laughs> <laughs> a wide ranging array of questions about snacks and first bicycles. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, the only thing right now has just been like, um, you know, being a little difficult riding, um, yeah. in my condition. Um, but I feel like, um, 
I tried as much as I could during, <laughs> um, but I can't wait to like, you know, start training for like reach the beach and really just like start doing a little bit more long distance. And, yeah. you know, I had purchased a new bike last year. So, so I've been like really sad that it's like, oh, I can't ride it right now, but you know. <laughs> do you have cool, like, um, do you have some designs on how you want to have some family biking experiences? Yeah, um, so I've been to, so I've been like thinking that like you know I want to get like a baby trailer in the back and just like go out to Marine Drive um, and just like ride around because I don't know that's something I've seen a lot of people do so I'm like hey I can take my kid too now um, so like I just envision getting like a little baby trailer putting him in the back and then you know just riding um, you know some trails and so I think um, hopefully that happens um, next year so. Really excited about I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. to see. It's going to be super fun. So I'll definitely post pictures. <laughs> awesome. Um, thanks so much. It was really good to chat with you today. Okay. It was really nice chatting with you too. big thanks to Elizabeth for hanging out with us. Um, I'm super thankful for the work that she's doing here in Portland. It's been a real pleasure to, um, you know, to get to know her and to get to be more involved in the community thanks to this role models program. Um, the trip that I went on this past weekend was just really fantastic. Um, it is something that I am sure that I will never forget. It's, you never forget when you take folks bike camping for their first time, I suppose, but Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks for the work you're doing. Um, I look forward to seeing all of um, all the cool things that come to fruition through this program. And of course, you know, watch your fun um, family biking as that gets underway. We wish her lots of luck. Friends, um, you know, I would love it if you'd share the show with at least one woman who you think would benefit from listening to it. Anyone who you think uh, would dig some bike love inspiration, um, would be totally flattered if you left a review or a rating in iTunes or wherever you do listen to the show. Five-star reviews get read out on the air because I want more five-star reviews <laughs> and maybe if I read them out on the air you will leave me some. Please take a moment to go into iTunes um, because it really does help more folks to find the show and uh, come on it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy like I'm a real podcaster. Um, shoot me an email if there is something you want to talk about. Your uh, if you have any suggestions for show topics, um, shoot me an email at thejoyridepodcast at gmail If you have a, someone who you think would be a good fit to be uh, interviewed on the show, or if there's someone you want to hear more about, please do submit a nomination through Bitly forward slash Joyride Guest. That's b i t dot l y forward slash Joyride Guest. I um, love receiving introductions from folks, and I really want to share lots of stories. I have lots of really cool things in the works. Um, I'm hoping to get this back up to a weekly show again, so we'll have um, lots of stories to share, because that's really why we're doing this, and also so that I can learn about your snacks. Um, as always, friends, I appreciate your time and your attention. I really, I really do. I don't take it for granted at all. I appreciate your time and your attention. Um, remember, friends, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Keep moving forward. And until next time, I hope you enjoy the ride. <laughs>